It's daytime, and two people are gazing into a shop window when they suddenly spot an absolutely stunning-looking high-end coffee maker. It's truly a thing of beauty, shiny red with bright chrome accents. Looks like the kind of machine you'd find in a fancy Italian coffee shop. One of the onlookers is intrigued, and he goes in for a closer look. But just as he does, something unexpected happens. The coffee machine springs to life. Four legs emerge from out of the bottom of it, and then it hops off its display case and crashes through the store window and out on the sidewalk. The two people watching are stunned, and that's when they realize that not only does the coffee maker seem to be alive, but it's coming for them, and it looks angry. That ridiculous scene was from the 2009 animated feature film G-Force, and the people I was describing in that scene weren't actually people at all. They were guinea pigs who were also secret agents. And I can't really tell you much more than that because, truth be told, I didn't make it through the whole movie. But while we're talking about that scene on Hackable today, and I admit this might be a bit of a stretch, we want to tease out the idea that coffee makers can actually be dangerous. And not just because they deal with hot liquid that can burn you, but because now they can also be hacked. Because like a bazillion other things found in our homes today, even our coffee makers are now smart. And that's what we're doing today on the podcast. We're hacking coffee makers, as well as tea kettles, two smart devices pitted against each other in order to see which device is more hackable. Coffee versus tea. Who will win? Welcome to Hackable, an original podcast from McAfee. This computer is on the job around the clock in case of attack. Their principal target is you. The design is complete. But will it work? Shake hands with danger. I'm Jeff Siskin, and I'm here as always with Bruce the Hammer Snell. (laughs) How are you, Bruce? Good. How are you, Jeff? I should also mention, because I'm now so obsessed with just giving you a nickname every time, uh-huh. you're also a cybersecurity expert. That's which is true. the real That's reason true. you're on the show. Not just for your, your hammer-like uh, intellect. I don't know. But um, <laughs> in just a few minutes, Blunt Bruce, and forceful. Uh, exactly. In just a few minutes, we are going to try something never before tried on live podcasting mm-hmm. anywhere, which may or may not be true. I mean, are, but are, we, at least it's, are we live, though? Ish. Here's the point. I'm going to make a lot of claims that may not be true, but what I do know is that this podcast has never been tried before on Hackable before. We are going to hack not one, but two devices at the same time. I'm on the edge of my seat. I can tell. And and so basically what I had, the setup I have is, is downstairs in my home. I have two devices. Mm-hmm. I have a smart kettle and a smart coffee maker. Mm-hmm. Both are ready to go. It's coffee versus tea, the ultimate showdown. And, and we are going to have one hacker hack one, uh-huh. one hacker hack the other to see who will reign supreme. That's fantastic. I, I think it probably is the first time that's been done on a podcast. I, think, I don't think that's an outrageous claim. And I think it's not just, I think it's the first time, not just it's been on a podcast, the first time it's been done in the history of the world. <laughs> I think that I feel, I feel safe uh, making that claim. The, the first Again, coffee just, versus I, tea hacking competition. I think you may be right. When we went shopping for devices that we were interested in hacking for the show, to me, these are both a little bit goofy mm-hmm. because 
I can't think of an occurrence where I would need to either set turn my kettle on like via an app on my phone uh-huh. or my coffee maker given that the end result which happens minutes later I have to physically be near the machine to take the cup of coffee or pour the hot water from the kettle into a teacup no no it's it's all about the home automation right so you you want to be able to set so that you know 10 minutes before you get out of bed, the the kettle starts or the, the the coffee starts brewing so that when you're when you get up and you are doing your morning routine, you've got everything already taken care of on that that side. I guess so. Uh you see my, my point I was driving home at. You've now you've now just totally ruined <laughs> I'm sorry. the point the point I was making is is that is is the are these things a solution looking for a problem? But maybe that was a problem. Well, no, I, I guess I don't is. see it as a problem. Well, I mean, do you ever do you ever see Wallace and Gromit? Yes. You know, he's always, you know, Wallace always has these contraptions to to make his morning easier, right? And that's, I mean, that's basically what these these connected devices are doing. Okay, so I basically have a Wallace and Gromit style setup yes. in my kitchen right yes. now. Does that does that make it more appealing now? <laughs> I don't know. But I am curious about what's going to happen uh, on this historic episode of podcasting. I, we are I'm going excited. To, once again, not hack one, <laughs> but two, two devices. For morning beverages, for morning beverages. Let's let's have, see, let's see you, what they've got brewing. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Okay, very good. So, Bruce, mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, Pedro is bringing over the first hacker. He should be ringing my front doorbell uh-huh. any minute now to begin the hack. Perfect. I I will talk to you when we are done, and we, my friend, will declare the winner. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Jeff. Hello. How are you, Pedro? Good, good, good. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Are you ready to be hacked? <laughs> sure. Again. Always, always. Uh, this is Thomas Zook. He is from Packet Labs. Thomas, what, what, what do you do there? Uh, so I'm a penetration tester. Okay, and Thomas, do you know what you've been called here to do today? I believe we're going to have some fun hacking you, Jeff. Okay. So so we are having a, a beverage off, the great beverage off, coffee versus tea. Thomas, you have to pick sides. Are you a coffee man or are you a tea man? I'm going to go with tea today, Jeff. Oh, bold, <laughs> bold move. Bold, bold move. I respect that. As a tea man, I uh, I totally respect that. So you know what that means? We have a coffee maker yeah. and a tea maker, both smart devices. You, my friend, my new friend, are going to hack the uh, the tea maker. You up for that? Sure. Let's get started. All right. Can we Can we come in? Is it possible to do it on just on the porch? Yeah, I guess. It's not, it's not, what if somebody calls the cops or it's something? It's not that cold. Because I'm going to be, I, I'll be recording inside with the, doing yeah. the coffee thing. Okay. Like, Thomas, you all right with that? I think so. I've got a hoodie on. We can hide from the neighbors. Okay. Okay. A hoodie, of course. Of course you have a hoodie. <laughs> so we'll get started. Godspeed, my friends. Thank you. Okay. So I'm, I'm back in my studio. I have Steve Pavolny and Sam Quinn from McAfee's Advanced Threat Research Team. Now, just to set things up, you know, I have Pedro and Thomas out on my front porch hacking the kettle. You guys, however, have a advantage or disadvantage, depending on, I don't know, juju, hacking juju, (laughs) where you guys are actually, we're doing this remotely, and you guys are actually thousands of miles away, and I'm video chatting with you, uh, and you are going to be hacking one of these devices. In this case, it would be the coffee maker. I hope you're up for that. Remotely. Does that, does that, is that possible? Yeah, we'll show you a little bit how we're going to plan on doing that. But you're correct. We're about 2,000 miles away, and uh, we're looking forward to the challenge. 
So not knowing anything about anything, how do you even start something like this? Well, there's a couple of ways we could do it, and we'll see which one is most effective. Since we are remote, we have a little bit more of a challenge here to get access to that local home network that you're running and the devices that are on it. So what we could do is if we were uh, within range of your Wi-Fi network, we could employ a brute force attack. We could try to find a device that had the credentials on it. But because we're remote, we're going to try to leverage a feature in the router, actually, that you're using to control these uh, smart devices. And we're going to try to abuse the feature to give ourselves remote access uh, to complete our attack over the internet. And that will require us to be able to uh, steal or find or, or brute force some credentials uh, to gain access to that router. But uh, we'll see if that's possible. Okay, so, so if I understand this correctly, you're, you're going to abuse my poor router by trying to find my credentials somehow? Yeah, I mean, when you say it that way, it just sounds so mean. But uh, we're, we're going to log in totally legitimately, hopefully, uh, using illegitimately stolen credentials. Okay, so I'm going to leave you to do your hacker things. Uh, I just want to go downstairs and check up on Pedro and Thomas, who are on my front porch, trying to hack my smart kettle. Do you hang on for a second and just, you know, talk amongst yourselves while I go, I go check up on them? Yep, say hi for us. <laughs> okay, I certainly will. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, mostly because uh, your neighbors are giving us dirty looks. Okay. <laughs> but also, uh, I believe it is uh, so mission accomplished. Really? Part one. What do you mean? What have you, what have you done? Well, I believe I've gone your Wi-Fi password, and we're logged into your network here. Through the kettle? Or did you... Through the kettle. What do you mean? Well, how, so... What? <laughs> it, <laughs> Despite, the, I love the fact that despite that this has been done to Jeff so many times, <laughs> he is still shocked. No, but how, no, okay. But how do you? How did you do that? What what happened? Well, because um, hold on, hold on. We should say at this point, you know, because I don't know if Thomas knows, you've had your stuff hacked so many times. Like you have like pretty good security on your Wi-Fi well, and all that sort of stuff, right? And you have like a really unique yes, password. Yes. So I have. So I have a good password. Yes. But so just to get. So you're just you're just hacking the kettle and not my Wi-Fi router. Um, that, that's partially correct, yes. So what I've done here is we've identified which network's your Wi-Fi network, thanks to Pedro, because he's been here. And what I did is uh, we started checking what type of devices were connected to your uh, Wi-Fi. And then what we did is we found, uh, we were able to identify the kettle through its MAC address because vendors, they have uh, a prefix to their MAC address that are consistent. So we were able to link this to a specific kettle maker. Uh, and then what we were able to do is we were able to make a rogue access point with the same name as yours. And then we were able to send uh, de-authentication packets to the kettle and force the kettle to connect to our uh, Wi-Fi station. And from there, the kettle actually has a default password. So we were able to log into the kettle and we were able to ask it what password it has stored for your Wi-Fi network. Okay, hold on, hold on, Thomas, hold on, Thomas. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff has that look on his face. <laughs> okay, I, I let, let me say it back to you. I'm like a thousand percent sure what I'm going to say is wrong. Okay. Let me know and cut me off if I'm wrong. Sure. Pedro told you what my Wi-Fi network name was because he's come over here and, and I've, I've uh, now clearly was the wrong move, but I gave him access to my network. And you figured out that we're somehow able to get that. Okay, that's where I've lost. So what happens? So now you have the name of my Wi-Fi mm -hmm. network. 
And what did you do next? So we decided to see what type of devices are connected to your network and check what vendors those devices are associated with. And you did that that without having my password? Correct. How'd you do that? Anyone can do this. Really? Yes. So if I know, if I go to... You know, the, you're out, sit outside your house, and I look. Oh, there's you know Thomas's network. I can then check what devices you have. Yes, that is correct. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now now you've figured out what devices you've seen the kettle. Yes, we have. Yes, we've identified the kettle. Okay, what and what happened next? Uh, we took a we basically did a quick Google search and found is there any issues, any vulnerabilities with the kettle, and we were able to find out what the default password of the kettle was. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting, which I didn't change because I don't think I thought my kettle needed a password. <laughs> no, most people would not. <laughs> most people would not. Okay, so then then you got into the kettle? So what we did is we set up our own Wi-Fi point that looked as if it was yours and tricked the kettle into connecting to it. Oh. And from there, we were able to use the default password to ask the kettle what your Wi-Fi password was. Right, because when you first installed the kettle, right? You installed the app for the kettle and everything. You put your password into that thing. I guess so. So the kettle has your password. But then Thomas was able to trick the kettle into connecting to us. And so he was able to then say, all right, then kettle, what password were you using to connect? And there it was, wide open. So so you now, through hacking the kettle, you now have my Wi-Fi password. Yes, I do. Well, do you want to tell him what it is? I love this part. Um, Thomas, I hate this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Okay, Thomas... What is my Wi-Fi password? It's a very secure password. How's that? Would I him just say okay. it? It's a... <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. How does it feel? Not Again. great. Okay, so you... Ah, so you have my password. Now I have to find another really hard to crack password. So now you have my password. Is that it? Um, no. We can always keep going. Yeah, because you've got your other guy working, right? Yeah, so, we're, so we're, inside, we're inside doing the coffee maker. It's starting to rain out here, but if you hug sort of close to the house, Thanks. you should be fine. Can't we? If just, I think it's just, just for this next part. I mean, we've already done it. Can't we just come in and do the you know next what? part? Inside? I'm going to check in with you guys in a few minutes, okay? Just Ugh. so you guys do it and just... Fine. Sorry, Thomas. I swear to God. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, Steve and Sam, I am back in the warmth of the studio. So I have to say, Pedro and Thomas are, they're doing pretty well. They did this weird thing where they somehow tricked my smart kettle into giving up my Wi-Fi password, which seems super sneaky. But uh, but they did it. How are you guys doing? Well, we, we have the easier challenge. I think they're actually probably trying to uh, de-authenticate the client and, and steal hard-coded credentials off of your device, which is actually you know, a really creative and innovative way to get the network password off of that device and, and certainly a vulnerability for that device. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm a little blown away by the whole thing. For us, we actually are going to employ a slightly different technique as we discussed earlier. And what we found here is that the credentials that are used to set up this router and specifically the feature that lets us uh, enable a, uh, a remote connection to it those credentials were actually found in a recent public data breach. And we actually took the the uh, user's email that set this up what? and we were able to, to plug it into a site that lets us search through all of the breach history accounts and passwords. 
uh, retrieve the password for that. And sure enough, it hasn't been changed since then. So we we can just log in as if uh, as if we're you setting up this router and controlling it for the first time. So uh, so the user who set it up was probably me, first of all. And then so what you're saying, because I probably set it up and I don't think I've touched it since I've set it up years ago. So so somehow I was part of a breach after I set up my username and password for my router and you got that you've got the information from the breach. Yeah, exactly, Jeff. So you you can actually go out right now, anyone can. And there's a number of websites that let you just plug in your email address. You can even uh, enter your password if you want to find if that password has been in breaches and you can determine whether that account is uh, a part of a recent breach and and you can actually see the details for it. So we were able to do that, check the email address. Um, we actually have downloaded all of the breach credentials and we found yours. You were you are right. It was you that set it up. Um, you know, we were going to come around to that eventually. So tear the bandaid off now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, not only did we get the, the password for it, um, you know, but it was a fairly simplistic password that could have been brute forced, I think, with ease, too. So. And, you know, I've, I've been on those uh, password sites before, and I think, I think I've actually seen the one you were talking about, and I just assumed, because it happened a couple years ago, that I probably had changed, Ugh, and I guess I hadn't. Ah, okay, what's next, Steve? So Sam has actually already done a quick network scan here and found a smart coffee maker that is actually vulnerable to the attack we have in mind here. And he's okay. going to go ahead and actually complete that exploit and show you what we're capable of doing beginning to end. So hold on. Because of my unprotected router that I have in my house, Sam has gotten in and he's able to scan the other devices and found my coffee maker? Yeah, once he's on the network, we can just run a simple scan to enumerate the different types of devices. One of them found is a smart coffee maker. Uh, He's also found, uh, looks like you might have some surveillance cameras in your home. Is that accurate? I have security cameras. Yeah. It sounds less creepy than <laughs> Well, we'll be surveilling the, the security cameras. Uh, but yeah, he's found a security camera. And, um, you know, we also see a couple of PCs on the network that are, are joined to your router. So we can, we can probably do some damage with all those devices today. Are you saying that you can go into my security camera? Yep. And can you see what my security camera can see? We're going to test that theory out. Um, you, you don't tell us what it's pointed at, and we're going to try to okay. we're going to try to exploit the camera, pull a live feed through the coffee maker, through the router, over the internet, back to the comfort of our lab, and try to tell you what you're looking at from that uh, that security camera. Oh my god. Okay. Can you can you do that now? Let's do it, Sam. Why don't you go ahead and take over? All right. So um, I'm connecting to the um, coffee maker right now i sent it a okay. um malicious brew cycle which uh <laughs> so uh, words have delicious. never been said before a malicious I know. brew cycle <laughs> brew cycle okay um, and i scheduled it for just a minute from now so after a minute your coffee maker will start executing this brew cycle which is normally how it makes coffee and will actually open up ports on your router and also send back the information to us that you have a coffee maker that's exploited and a uh, webcam that we can view now from anywhere in the on the internet now it's it just i just want to it's worth noting as if i'm understanding it correctly because i physically have this coffee maker in my house that you found a way to exploit it's like there is a spy physically inside my house that now you are manipulating to do your your evil deeds. That's a good way of thinking of it. It's kind of like a Trojan horse, right? Once once you're in, you're in, and you're you're part of that trusted network now. Wow. 
Okay, this is, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the malicious brew. So, so you set something, Sam, to go off in a minute, and then in a minute, the malicious brew is going to happen. I think it's been a minute now, hasn't it? Yep, do, and do I you... actually have a live feed of your, looks like, um, what? Your, your street there. You have a red house across the way and a gray house with a little shed can next you show, to it. Can you show me the picture? Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Holy shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. And you have, this is the camera. Just to explain, because I'm uh, a little bit um, tongue tied. This is the camera I use as a security camera just to see what's happening outside my front door. And you are able to get the live feed from thousands of miles away through my coffee maker. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, and you, if you, you could just put this anywhere online, Absolutely. and anyone could. Well, know we were a little you. nervous of what you would, would be pointing your uh, security camera at. So, <laughs> well, luckily, it was hindsight. just across the street. But I, I had visions of something much worse. Well, in in hindsight, uh, so am I, and I'm glad <laughs> it was facing out. Not that I, I, I am a decent uh, citizen, so I have nothing to hide. But, uh, but still, that is. Um, that is uh, okay. Can you, uh, can you can you guys hang on one sec? That is Pedro calling me from my porch. Let me just. I'll be right back. Right. Hold on a sec. Hello. Hey Jeff. Pedro, how's it? Oh, yes. You guys. It's Pedro. Good. Hi. You still out there? Yeah, it's raining. How's the uh, How's the hat going? Okay, listen. Do you know off the top of your head, you know roughly how many Facebook friends you have? I don't know, like, it's a bunch, I think. I don't, like... It's, okay. Do you want yeah. to go check? What? Have you... Just, just did log you, into Facebook and, and check how many friends you have. Okay, did you hack my Facebook account? Just do it. Okay, hold on a second. Facebook.com. Did you put, did you put the HTTP? <laughs> I did not. I just put in www.facebook.com. Hold on a second. My username. Okay, and my password. Okay, and it didn't. Oh, I'm kicked back to the. What's going on, Pedro? Pedro? Well, is uh, is your Facebook password by any chance? Um... <laughs> what if? Hold on, I'm. I'm going to come out there, okay? Can you... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm coming out. I'm coming down. I'm coming down. I'm coming down. Hold on. <laughs> so, what happened? Look how what? scared he looks. I know, Look how but... Scared he looks. <laughs> so what... Hold on. Yeah. So, so yeah. what did I just do? Thomas, um, I think you allowed us uh, access to your Facebook password, Jeff. Okay, so hold on. So, so rewind for a moment. So I have my smart kettle. I have it plugged in. I have it hooked up to my Wi-Fi. You come along, and Pedro knows my Wi-Fi network name. Yes. Through that, you're able to figure out that I have a smart kettle. You then get into my smart kettle, find out my Wi-Fi password, mm-hmm. 
And then what's the Facebook connection? Uh, so we just wanted to try and uh, play a few little tricks on you. So we decided to uh, use a tool to clone Facebook. And then I hosted that on my laptop. And what I did is I poisoned your DNS. So when you make in a request... You're going you're gonna to want to clean that out. By the way. <laughs> I definitely want to clean that out. Uh, so what happens is when you make a request to Facebook.com, your, uh, your computer asks, what IP is that at? And what I did is I said, well, I'm where you get that IP from, and I'm that IP. So what happens is you went to my computer hosting a fake website.com uh, login page, and then you entered your credentials thinking it was the real Facebook. So wait a second. So I'm, I'm on my computer typing yes. in facebook.com, and it looked like facebook.com. Yes. Somehow through magic and juju, mm-hmm. you managed to... <laughs> To make that not Facebook.com, but make it Thomas.com, or that not actually Thomas.com, but whatever, whatever Do you're. You know how the internet I works. I clearly don't. I think that's become very obvious. You've managed to make this fake Facebook page, and I've now entered my credentials, and you now have not only access to my Wi-Fi network, but now access to my Facebook page. That's exactly what happened. Yes. Did you guys? Did you? Did you do anything? Did you? Well, I mean, the next stage would have been maybe your bank. And then maybe your, you know, an email client, your work client, your credit cards. Yeah. It could have just got better and better. I think this would be the point we call it. I think this feels like, like, uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for playing Hackable. Okay. I think we're going to call it here. Um, This is good. Uh, I'm going to go back upstairs and finish the coffee maker hack. Um, but, um, thanks, Thomas. Uh, can I at least come in for tea? It is, it is cold out here. Sure. Yeah, Thomas, you, you can come in. Okay, thank you. What about, what about me? Jeff? Here. Jeff, I did. Why can't I come in? Okay, Steve and Sam, I am back. So it seemed that Team Tea Kettle, <laughs> uh, they poisoned my network. So that I actually went to a fake version of Facebook. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but basically they tricked me into putting my password and and they now have that. And it could have been way worse. It could have been my bank or work accounts. Yep. So that's horrible. Uh, Thomas is now downstairs having tea and warming <laughs> up. I don't like what they did. But let's, let's, let's finish up with you guys to see if yours is more horrible than what Thomas was able to do. You guys so far have managed to get into a device that wasn't even part of the competition, so it doesn't seem like fair. You got into my webcam. Well, Team Malicious Brew has another surprise for you. So. <laughs> Team Malicious Brew. Okay, <laughs> I am. Well, I'm both excited to see what you have, and and as I've learned from doing this show, uh, completely horrified <laughs> how vulnerable. All right. So what what else you got? So you know, it's it's pretty common practice to show you know using a smart device such as a coffee maker to pivot to other IoT devices and, and on the same network. And, and that's, a, that's common practice. So we've shown how we can you know, exfiltrate data from that surveillance camera, that security camera. But you know, what about the really critical protected assets in your home? This is you know, your working PC, or uh, you know, if you're in a business, it's your, your critical servers. Um, and, and we wanna show how we can actually use the fact that we're already inside your network, we're that, that Trojan horse already, to compromise and run arbitrary code. We're going to run some malware uh, on a laptop that's fully patched in your home. So we should not be able to uh, to attack this thing. We're not going to actually use any vulnerabilities here. We're going to use the fact that we've gotten inside your network using the smart coffee maker, and we're going to compromise your main laptop, Jeff, and we're going to run some code on it and show you what happens. 
amazing. Okay, so what? What uh, do I have to do anything? No, that's the beauty of this. There's there's no user interaction. What Sam's going to do next is he's going to serve as kind of a man in the middle. It's what we call this type of attack, where he's going to okay. actually poison your network into thinking that your coffee maker is actually the router and your PC is uh, is the coffee maker. And they're going to, by injecting into the conversation between those two, he's going to actually control part of the software update process. So all we're going to really ask you to do is, uh, you know, do your normal update on your uh, on any any software on your machine. I think you said you're running Notepad++. So if you just go ahead and do yeah. a normal update on that software, um, Sam is going to actually be the man in the middle and he's going to be able to uh, execute some malware from from that conversation between you. So Sam, you want me to to update my my software? Yes, uh, go ahead and click okay. um, update and see what happens. Okay, I will just uh, I'll go to update. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh my god. Okay, I'm guessing this is you. Uh, <laughs> it better be Jeff. We it, hope so. It, it better be. Or yeah. I'm, I'm in a lot of trouble. Um, so <laughs> a pop up window. Uh, so a window. Sorry, a window has just popped up. I guess what looks like ransomware, where you have all of my um, all of my files uh, that you have uh, captured. We're, we're only and, asking uh, 30 Bitcoin for this one, Jeff. Um, we're usually <laughs> a little bit harsher, but uh, no, we, we yeah. gave you a fake ransomware uh, pop-up screen, but we did run a full executable. We just set it to, of course, not to encrypt your files because we're, we're feeling really nice today and just gave you a nice splash screen. Wait, do you, so this, you don't actually, you don't actually have my files, but you could. Well, it depends. Are you or willing you to you? pay or... <laughs> I will pay you four doubloons. All right, is that, is that, well, is that we'll, worth? We'll anything? take it. It's more than we usually get. So uh, perfect, no, fantastic, you're, you're good fantastic. Oh man. <laughs> okay. So, are we done? Is this it? I, I'm impressed. Well, is there anything else you got up your sleeve? Uh, what else do you have in the home? No, I'm. Yeah, we, we, I think no. we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> okay, give you a little respite for today. We, I think we'll call it. Um, okay. As long as Team Malicious Brew uh, gets the win, we'll call it a day here. Well, I have to say, <laughs> every part of my body wanted to call it a tie so that nobody would have their feelings hurt. <laughs> but you, you might have edged. You might have edged out Team Team but, T. You might. You. I. I I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it that you guys that you guys won because you you did two things, and Team T really just did one. Well, that's all the I validation think. we need. <laughs> exactly, and also it's you guys are the ones I'm actually talking to, and then I'm probably gonna go downstairs and tell Thomas he won. We so expect nothing cool. less. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Woo! All right, Bruce Snell, cybersecurity expert. Yes, sir. We are back. The hacking competition: coffee versus tea. Mm-hmm. We have, I don't know if we've declared a winner. I think they were both pretty cool. Yeah. I think I told the, I kind of told the coffee guys they may have had an edge, but they were the last guys I talked to. So I, I just, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't want to hurt them. They, that, that was, it was crazy though. So just to recap for a moment, Team T gets into my system, mm-hmm. hacks around my system. I don't know what they were doing. Uh-huh. Do something where basically they were able to get on my computer, clone Facebook, have me sign up to my Facebook account and uh-huh. steal my credentials, of which that could have been banking or anything else yep. horrible. Team Coffee, meanwhile, does some crazy thing where they hack in through my coffee maker and are able to access an entirely other device, my webcam. Mm-hmm. They're now able to not only see live stream of what's happening in my webcam, but they're now sending me pictures like of my own webcam. And they're you know, thousands of miles away. And then to make it even crazier, they then got onto my laptop because it was on the same network 
and through tricking me into updating a program, infected my laptop with ransomware. <laughs> Had, you know, perhaps if I just kept this going for the end of time, uh-huh. I, I, I wouldn't even have a device to record on because they would have just destroyed everything no, in true. my house. It's true. So it, it, there's a time limit where I called it. I think within that time limit, they both did some serious damage. Mm-hmm. The cheesy, polite person in me says, wants to just call it a tie because then everyone wins. That's because you're Canadian. It's because I'm Canadian, but I might, I may say, if you pushed me, sir, uh-huh. I might say, I might say the coffee thing was just like five to ten percent creepier. I would have to go the actual set of the images. I would have to go with coffee as well. Although T did get Team T did get pretty far into your network, and they they did a really good job. I think coffee being remote pushes it a little bit over the edge for me. Um, yes, because I mean I. I like to think you would notice if somebody was sitting in your house trying to hack your your kettle. I, I I'd like to think too, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they could be like in this case, uh, they were outside. My that's house. Like it could, that's you, very you, true. They they could be outside. So Bruce Snell, cybersecurity expert. Yes, sir. Short of just not having uh-huh. any devices and uh, moving up to the woods and uh, <laughs> brewing coffee over an, an open open hearth. What can I do to protect myself? You know, it's tough because there. I mean, you think about the tea hack. Um, you know, the 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 kettle had your password, your Wi-Fi password, sitting, you know, in in memory, right, or, or sitting in a, in yeah. a really easily accessible location. Uh, so that that's that's a a negative ding on on the the security of that kettle. But it's it's like any of these sort of devices, right? As you're as you let these smart devices in you have to make sure that there's been some attempt to to provide security. In the past, we've talked about, you know, nanny cams and, and things like that. Like, they, for example, they took over your, your unsecured webcam to, from the, the coffee side. A lot of these devices come shipped with really poor security because people are just trying to get things out the door as quick as possible. So, you know, the odds of some random manufacturer from China or wherever producing a tea kettle that is unsecured is pretty high, right? The Now, if you're going to go and you really decide that you really need a, a, a Wi-Fi-enabled tea kettle, start looking around for known manufacturers, right? So, I mean, I, I don't okay. know who makes <laughs> tea, electric tea <laughs> yes. kettles, right? Um, yeah. But, I mean, look for, look for people that have some skin in the game, right? Because if you think about it, if a, if a large company's a connected coffee maker suddenly gets hacked. They've got egg on their face, right? Just to keep the okay. keep the breakfast analogy going. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. So, so they're probably more inclined to actually look for fixes and and try and update and, and patch those devices. So again, it's you know my my favorite piece of advice, which is to make sure your devices are updated, right? So, okay, and that's really going to vary. I mean, there there should be some sort of you know if we think about the tea kettle. Um, there should be some sort of setting in the app that you're using to start it that says check for updates, right? Same with the coffee maker. The other component is start looking at, you know, making sure that they are secured with a legitimate password, right? That you can change the password. Um, so if you're if you're being able to access your tea kettle remotely, uh, make sure that it's, you know, not sitting there with an open port listening for anybody to come in and use password one, two, three or or whatever. To, to get in and, and start hacking around. Okay, so so if I have this right, when buying IoT devices or uh-huh. any device, look for manufacturers that have a reputation right. that will fix something 
if it's wrong and might actually care to put something on the market that isn't wrong mm-hmm. to begin with. Or, or at least at least they think is is pretty secure. Right. And of course, update the devices and the app mm-hmm. and always keep those up to date and make sure that your IoT devices or any other devices are secured with a legit password and that that password can actually be changed. You know, and, and it's interesting because we we've, we've hit this point that as the average consumer is now being is now being expected to be more savvy about security because you know as you're bringing these devices in you you can't go to your your IT guy for your house right and yeah. <laughs> make sure that everything's kept up to date right you know, because yeah. typically that's going to be you right so yeah. i think as we start moving into buying more smart devices we have to start adding in security to our general mindset bruce i just want to bring up one more thing uh-huh. the thing I know we've talked about it on the show before mm-hmm. that I am like bonkersly excited about. And I'm also excited about this because we're actually getting some action on it. It's the new hackable hotline toll-free number. Still so excited that, about this. It's I'm so excited about this. I'm excited because people are calling and people are are we're gonna we don't exactly know what we're gonna do with it, whether we're gonna do a special episode uh-huh. or just use some of these calls on normal episodes. But I am thrilled that uh, the phone is ringing. I, the first couple of days I was waiting by the phone. It wasn't <laughs> ringing, wasn't sleeping, just pacing, <laughs> a lot of pacing. And, and now it's ringing. I don't really pick up the phone, but it, it, it goes to a machine and, 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 and we get to hear the calls. But we are thrilled that people are calling. Please keep calling if you haven't already. Questions for you, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have tech questions, questions about the show, if you want to suggest a hack or just want to say hi or a joke. We like jokes. I do like jokes. The number is one 855 Four, the number four, and then the word hackable. Again, that's one eight five five four hackable. Please call it. It is toll free, and we would love to hear from you because it's absolutely. Super fun. Please, please give us a call as well. If you want to find out more about the show, people can also go to our website, hackablepodcast.com. As always, this has been Hackable, an original podcast from McAfee. Bruce, thank you, sir. It's been good. Thank you, Jeff. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> 